This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. I'm Terry Struck, your weekly host for Beauty Now. Please tune in to our show at personallifemedia.com to hear the latest on lasers, lashes, cellulite, hormone replacement, hair extensions, lash extensions, lips, anything breast, injectables, and what's new. What I like to do is tell everybody who comes in to see me for body contouring how to get their best results. It's really for the person who is in pretty good shape, but might have some spots that have always been trouble spots. I mean, I think that it's unrealistic for women or men, because I know a lot of men get it today, to think that they're going to go back to eating Cheetos, get rid of their fat right. when they just got it all liposuction. Well, one of the things that I say sometimes when people ask that, I'll respond with, well, you can eat a lot faster than I can suck. <laughs> Today, we're lucky to have Dr. Simeon Wall, a board-certified plastic surgeon in Louisiana, whose specialties are too many to list, but he's going to tell us everything we can get to know about liposuction. Welcome, Dr. Wall. Thank you very much for having me. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us. I know you're really busy and have a huge practice. I have a few questions for our listeners about liposuction. First of all, who are the best candidates for lipo? Well, for liposuction, I think most people do recognize that the best candidates are people who are within 15% of their ideal body weight. So if you go off those charts um, for someone who's around 5'5", that's 125 pounds plus, say, another 15 or, or so pounds, which will put someone around 135 pounds. That's about the average height and weight of women in America. These are the people that have the best results because they're closest to their ideal body weight. Right. So, so they take care of themselves in general, but they have those spots. Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. It's really for the person who is in pretty good shape but might have some spots that have always been trouble spots. They're always the last places to go. When they've dieted before, They'll get skinny everywhere else. Their face will get gaunt. Their arms will get skinny. Their legs may get skinny or, or certain other areas. But the spots that really bother them, like around the trunk, the tummy, the, the flanks, the hips, or maybe the thighs, those are the ones that are the last to go. Those are the people who are absolutely the best candidates for liposuction. So what about you know your larger patient? I mean, they come in, they've lost 30 or 40 pounds. They just want to get some inspiration what do you say to them? What I like to do is tell everybody who comes in to see me for body contouring how to get their best results. And so I'll start with trying to tell them, okay, for you, your best result will be at your ideal body weight. Now, short of that, within 15% of your ideal body weight, and then short of that, let's talk about where we can do some improvements. And we'll stand in front of the mirror and we'll, I'll try to show people the areas where we could expect some improvement. And if it's everywhere, well, then we'll have to target some areas. For instance, if we want to try to whittle the waist down on someone who's a little bit overweight, that will really help them. They know they're not going to be skinny just from, from the liposuction procedure, but we're going to make a dramatic change in the shape. So people have to be realistic. I mean, they're going to come in and they're 
They're going to lose some, but they're not going to look like Pam Anderson. Right. Unless they're very, very thin to begin with and they just have little trouble spots, which I do have those patients. But the vast majority of people are people who are maybe just a little bit higher than where they want to be, and they've got some really resistant spots, and they've dieted and exercised, but there are just too many fat cells in those specific spots. For a female, the typical spots are around the waist and the hips and also the thighs, where there's just genetically more of a predisposition to have fat deposition, and there are more fat cells there. So you just touched something that everybody asks me about, fat cells. So if you suck out those fat cells, does it come back other places? Well, no. That You know, we get that question all the time, every day. And so that's a, there are a lot of misconceptions about what liposuction does. So think of it like this. You've got, let's just pick someone's leg and in the thigh, on the lateral thigh, on the outside of the thigh where the saddlebags are, you've got a big lump of fat. But right. everywhere else, the leg looks great. Well, right. There is fat throughout that entire leg. Which tons of women have that saddlebag. Right. And throughout the leg and the calf and everywhere there's fat. But there are way more fat cells in that saddlebag. So consequently, if you gain any weight, each of those fat cells are going to grow. So since there are already more fat cells there in that spot, that's going to grow quicker. And even if you lose a little bit of weight, they're going to go down, but there are so many more fat cells it won't be as obvious. So what liposuction does is it redistributes that. It will take out those extra fat cells. And so you've got just one layer of fat cells in that area and one layer of fat cells in the other areas of the leg so that when you gain and lose weight now, you gain it proportionately throughout everywhere. So you gain it everywhere in the leg or you lose it everywhere in the leg. Does that make sense? It it totally makes sense. But then do you supply all those kind of rules with the patient, you tell them they need to diet and all that kind of and keep healthy? Do they have to diet after liposuction? Well, not diet, but just just stay healthy, stay fit. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, I think that it's unrealistic for women or men, because I know a lot of men get it today, to think that they're going to go back to eating Cheetos to get rid of their fat when they just got it all liposucked. Well, one of the things that I say sometimes when people ask that, I'll respond with, well, you can eat a lot faster than I can suck. (laughs) <laughs> so people can, you know, as much fat as we can suck out, you can't suck it all out. Right. You're always going to have fat cells, even in those areas. So you can still get fat. People, you know, the human body has the capacity to get 1,500 pounds. We've seen these horror stories of people being that big. So there are fat cells can get really big, even if you only have That'd a few That would be a whole other show. That would be what the, what is it called, gastric bypass Right, show. right. So, and then that would be body lifts, right? And, right. and that is another question then. So people lose all this weight and they have sagging skin in their tummy and they expect to get it lipoed, but sometimes they need to tuck. Right. Well, and that's where actually talking to the plastic surgeon really comes in handy. It's that right. you have to figure out whether it's a problem with too much fat or too much skin. And sometimes For a consultation it's both. then, you're saying. Yeah, sometimes it's right. both. It's uh and frequently, the way I do my tummy tucks and body contouring, I like to really, really whittle the waist down, make it really, really small. So when I do a, an abdominal plaster, or, or what's commonly called a tummy tuck, I tighten up the muscles and I take off the extra skin, but I also liposuction all of the fat around that area at the same time because it, frequently it is a combination. 
I hear but, about tightening up the muscles. How do you do that? Well, we sounds kind of bad, but we lift all the skin <laughs> up, the skin and, and all the, uh, the fat layer goes up, and then we're looking right at those muscles, those six-pack muscles that everybody sees. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at those, but frequently women have had children, those muscles will spread apart in the center. Right. And so we just go in there with some very heavy sutures and pull them back together, physically just pull them back together so that that separation in the center, sometimes it can be six inches wide, 10 inches, 12 inches wide, where they've just really separated out. Even women who are in really good shape, they still have that pooch. So Yay, we just that bring it right, great. <laughs> yeah, bring it right back in the middle and it flattens it out perfectly back to even before they had kids. We're lucky to live in the time of this. Oh, it's so, great. So now can you explain for us that what is the difference between tumescent, laser, ultrasonic? There's so many different terms out there today. We're all confused. Types of liposuction. Types. Sure. Well, remember we were talking about taking out fat. So there are lots of different ways to, to either take it out or get rid of it, starting with some injections. A lot of people talk about mesotherapy, and that is a certain type of chemical. The active ingredient is this deoxycholic acid that reacts with the fat cells. It basically kills the fat cell and consequently makes it smaller. So there are some chemicals that can be injected that can hurt or kill the fat cells to make it a little bit smaller. Then we can get rid of them by sucking them out. And that's where we're talking about standard liposuction, which for most people means tumescent liposuction. And that just means that we add a lot of fluid in around those fat cells to make them easier to suck out and also to minimize any bleeding. And then after the standard liposuction, there are people that talk about power-assisted liposuction and ultrasonic-assisted liposuction and now laser-assisted liposuction. And really the way to think about that is there are all ways to potentially get the fat out easier and smoother because one of the biggest problems with liposuction is that the fat can be taken out, but it can be taken out unevenly, leaving you with a an uneven look or a divot or a shark bite or a, just some type of a contour deformity. And we really want to make sure that it's as smooth as possible so it looks very natural. What's your favorite technique? Well, I do a huge portion of my practice is liposuction and repeat liposuction patients. Our practice has been here for 37 years and my father's my partner. He's was one of the first five guys in the country doing liposuction back in 1981. So, and your wife as well. She's also... That's right. My, my father and my wife were all in right. practice together. That's we, great. Consequently, I get all these people who have had liposuction two, three, four, and even five times over the years from other places or from my father. And nobody really wants to deal with those people, but somehow I get stuck with them and somehow I like dealing with well, them. Well, I know you're brilliant. I know well, that a lot of people go that. to you. From Maybe Stanford. I'm the stupid one, but... Uh, no, no, you're a valedictorian. I know that. I read up on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I guess for these patients, it depends a lot on whether they're a first-time liposuction patient or a repeat liposuction patient. And the, the first-time people, I love to use the power-assisted liposuction device, and I've developed some cannulas that make it very easy with the power-assisted to take it out, take the fat out very smoothly, and get down to a very thin layer of fat and still have everything look very good. And I also use ultrasonic-assisted liposuction. There are a couple of different ultrasonic liposuction devices. The one I use is the newer Lysonics device, which is a pulsed ultrasound. And basically what that one does is it's just a high-frequency sound that explodes the, the fat cell, and it emulsifies the fat 
and turns it into butter, basically, so that it can be sucked out very easily and gently. That so sounds I like too the power tempting system. to be able to go to a restaurant and just come visit you. We are going to have to take a break, but I want to hear much more about this. And I think you're inspiring a lot of people to want to do something about those saddlebags. So we're going to thank our sponsors, including personallifemedia.com. And we'll take a break and we'll be right back with you. Download Hit On with DJ Star D, new music for your personal life. Get free, soft, sensual, ethereal music and dance tracks that will get you up from personallifemedia.com. Hi, we're back talking with Dr. Simeon Wall out of Louisiana, and he's answering all of our questions about liposuction, and this is so interesting. I have another question. Tell me about removal of cellulite with liposuction. Well, unfortunately, I, I would love to tell you that liposuction will improve cellulite or take it away, but that's just not the case. You're an honest guy. <laughs> no, it's just... It's Does just it improve not, it? It can. And what I tell my patients is we do liposuction to make that area smaller and to remove the fat and to, to make the entire shape be smaller. We're not doing it to make the whatever cellulite or ripples in the skin any better. Now, that being said, can liposuction improve cellulite? Yes, but I caution my patients not to expect it. If it does happen, hey, it's a bonus, but don't expect that it's going to make the cellulite better because it's just not designed for that and it's not realistic to think that it's going to improve the cellulite in everybody. So I don't ever promise my patients that it's going to improve the cellulite. And that actually touches on a really, really good subject is about being realistic. Because I have talked to so many people that in my eyes, they look so much better, but in their eyes, they don't. I'm sure you experience that in your practice. How do you deal with that? Well, I think that talking to people a lot ahead of time, which I try to do, and showing them hundreds of other patients before and after pictures and specifically before and after pictures that match their body type. I think that really, really helps give people, get them in the frame of mind of what to expect. Because so many people are like, I just have no idea what to expect from this surgery. Well, you come in the office, you see 30 other people who have a body just like yours who had the identical procedure you're thinking about having and you get to see how they look afterwards, that's really going to give you a good idea. And if they right. think that those after pictures look good, then I'm pretty sure they're going to respond pretty well to the surgery. And if they think that these people do not look very good, well, then I know, well, hey, this is my work. If this isn't going to make you happy, then you're probably not going to be happy with the surgery that you get. Right, exactly. They have to be happy within themselves, too. Right. So for all the listeners out there that would have a hard time affording liposuction and people like you. So what would you advise? You have financing companies. Well, of course, diet and exercise is always the mainstay of trying to look better. Right. But there are some things that are on the horizon that may not be as expensive. Costly. Um, let's talk about a couple of those. For okay. instance, I talked about the mesotherapy, right. which, is, which are some chemicals that can be injected in very quickly, simply, the problem is there's not enough data out there to show that it really does work or that right. it really does last long term. 
And I tend not to use my patients as guinea pigs. Right. So, and we've also seen some problems with patients who have had mesotherapy. And I've seen some patients who've had problems with mesotherapy from other places. So I'm not sold on that. But it is promising. Something that is very, very interesting is HIFU, which is high-intensity focused ultrasound. And there are two new companies that have some devices that actually have been shown to work. And these are external ultrasound devices. Basically, the person lays down on a table and a little handpiece comes out. And this beam of high-intensity sound is focused deep into their tissues, into the fat. And it emulsifies the fat, just like wow. the internal ultrasound that we Can use today. get a today. home device? <laughs> no. And, uh, and then the body will just absorb that extra fat. So it's not going to be as dramatic as actually sucking out a lot of the fat. Right. But after several treatments or at even just a couple, you can get a very noticeable result. And I've seen some initial results with these devices, and they're very, very interesting. And these are things that can be done in just 30 minutes or an hour in the office without having any incisions or any surgery and really not much downtime at all. That sounds so promising. Well, you know what's been in the news lately, People Magazine and everywhere, is Smart Lipo. Do you know about that and can you tell us about that? Well, the Smart Lipo is an internal device which works off of a laser. It's a YAG laser. That The easiest way to think of it is we've all heard of lasers that we use, for instance, on laser resurfacing of the face where there's a laser beam that goes and hits and heats up an area of the skin and it can tighten up things or kill some cells to cause some contraction of the skin or tightening of the skin. Well, they've taken this laser, this YAG laser, and they've put it in a very, very small little tube that you can insert inside, and it basically does the same thing. And it it takes a fat cell, and it makes the fat cell to where it's leaky, and the fat cell leaks out a lot of its contents. Sometimes it even can kill the fat cell, but usually not. So it sounds a little scary. It doesn't sound, I mean, as good as just getting regular lipo and going for it. No, it's not nearly as, if you don't suck out that fat, you're depending once again on the body to absorb that extra fat. And so you're not going to get five liters of fat out of somebody with that device unless you actually suck it out. Whereas I can go in and in a couple of hours I can suck, you know what a two liter Coke bottle looks like. I can suck out two or three of those in just two or three hours and make a massive change immediately. But with the smart liposuction device, I don't know that it would be possible to remove anywhere near that amount, especially if you're not sucking it out and you're depending on the body to get rid of the fat. So it's, I think it's, it probably works okay, it's just on a much smaller scale. Right. And so if you do go in and suck all those Coke bottles of fat, how much downtime is there? Well, in that case where we're doing a, a liposuction of all the way around the waist and the hips and perhaps all the way around the legs and the thighs. The people are usually sore. My patients are usually sore for a few days, like the worst workout they've ever had, for about three to five days. But, of course, they're walking the night of surgery, the day of surgery, the next day. They usually only need pain pills for a couple of days. And then they're pretty much back to their normal routine within five to seven days. And you'd say they can go back to work? Within three days or? Well, I tell everybody to take, for a big liposuction like that, I tell everybody to take a week off just to be safe. Right. So they're not not walking funny when they get to work or they're not worried about it too much or not too sore. 
for smaller areas of liposuction, sure, you could go back and just do a couple of days. But for the large ones where it goes all the way around, those people are pretty sore for a few days. And they're very swollen, right? I mean, so how long before they see results, before our listeners see results? They're not, yes, they're swollen, but it's not like they're swollen bigger than they were before surgery. When we take off all of the foam and the garments five days after surgery, they're already very much smaller. So they'll see it right then in that appointment when we take off all the dressings. But So you say garment. Now, how long do people have to wear garments? Well, I, I use a lot of foam to really provide stability for the skin so we don't have any rippling or any pinfolding or rolls of the skin. Okay, now and I have them wear me, that what, foam. What is foam? What are you talking about? What's that? Did you just say foam? Foam. Right. Really? Rest on foam. It's sheets of foam, one inch or half inch thick foam. Wow. And we put that on underneath the garment, the pressure garment, and they wear that all the time. And it really provides a smooth, smooth result. And I'll have people wear that foam for two weeks all the time. And then I'll have them wear that during the day when they're bending and turning and twisting and sitting for another two to four weeks. But at night, I'll just have them wear nothing. And the reason for wearing the garments are to keep the skin tight? Right. Well, if you think about we're going to take out all of this fat all at once, but the skin hasn't been taken out. So the skin doesn't know what to do. And if if you're just walking around with that loose skin, it's going to start to sag, and we do not want the skin to sag. Right. So we want to encourage that skin to go back where we want it to go. So we push it really tight up against the body where we want it, and then we have them wear these garments. And that is the difference between getting a bad liposuction result and a great liposuction result in my mind. Right. I've heard that too. I've never heard of the foam. That sounds really good. So then they can just be comfortable. That's one of my secret weapons. <laughs> you need to share. So you got to share with our listeners. All right. Well, one of the last questions, where are the scars after liposuction? Well, they're all very small. They're about anywhere from two to five millimeter scars, which are very, very small, little incisions. And try to put them in hidden locations. For instance, all along the bikini line, maybe two to four to six of these in various parts there, and we try to make them not even so that it's not a dead giveaway that they've had liposuction. So (laughs) on the left and right, we don't put them at exactly the same height or exactly the same place. So they might look like they had a mole there or they had a little scar there, and the eyes don't pick up on it. Right. So we try not to make them very symmetrical. And then maybe in the bra line or in a hidden crease in the armpit or in in the groin crease. But they're all pretty hidden. I don't make my incisions out on the tummy or out on the sides like some people do because I think they're a dead giveaway for liposuction. Sometimes they heal poorly. And we don't want any visible scar, no matter how small it is, we don't want it to be visible. Right. That sounds good. That sounds really good. So how can you find a surgeon near you? How would you find a qualified surgeon would be like you, board certified or, or somebody that you could trust and not a nurse, not, I mean, nurses aren't qualified to do this, right? Oh, heavens no. No, no, no. The smartest thing to do for anybody, considering that cosmetic surgery is not really regulated anywhere in the United States, any doctor can perform cosmetic surgery. The smartest thing is you have to start with a plastic surgeon. There are bad plastic surgeons too, so you want to make sure you get a good one. And you definitely don't want to start at the bottom of the barrel where they're not even a plastic surgeon. You need to start at the top. So right. the American Board of Plastic Surgery has a list of all the board-certified plastic surgeons, 
and the American Society of Plastic Surgeons has a website, plasticsurgery.org, that you can find a doctor in your area. And that is far and away the easiest and the quickest place to find just to get a starting point of the real plastic surgeons in your area, plasticsurgery.org. And once you go to there, it will direct you to each of those surgeons' websites, and then you can do your research and make sure that they really do specialize in cosmetic surgery and that that's the major portion of their practice, or in my case, all that's all I do. Exactly. So we want all of our listeners to be safe. And we're running out of time, and I could ask you a million more questions, and I'm sure everybody's going to want to hop onto your table. And if you're going to want to find Dr. Wall, you're going to have to go to personallifemedia.com, and he will have a link to our website. We can't thank you enough for sharing your time with us. I know how busy you are, and we thank you so much, and I think we've learned a lot about liposuction today. Well, thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. We'll have you back. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.